Okay, folks, welcome back to another episode of Heart to Heart, brought to you by the wonderful sponsors of Without Borders Entertainment. I'm your host, Osiris, and it's a privilege to have you all on board. If you're listening, wherever you're tuning in from, thank you so much indeed. Um, Today's episode is going to be an album review, and I thought to kick us off, let's review my album, Perfect Timing. So, I wrote an album, Perfect Timing, in the year 2013, and what a journey I've gone and undertaken uh, to bring it up to the present. I'm processing doing a a second album, and uh, so without further ado, let's get into it. Perfect Timing is for me an essence of bringing an album together of new and fresh ideas um the 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 title behind it was basically uh i felt a perfect time for an artist like myself who could sing dance rap and you know write music uh i thought it was necessary at the time of writing it and i always had in my head um an idea of honoring uh, all you know the the the, the mentors of music uh, through what I was trying to bring to the table. Uh, it was uh, a really interesting journey, to say the least, and I was very fortunate enough to be able to uh, get all the ideas that I needed to get out. It was a challenge. It really was a challenge. But I'm so proud of the finished product that um you know it's something that will live with me for the rest of my life obviously and um you know I'm really thankful that I was able to to do it you know um and visualize it and get all the ideas I needed to get out uh perfectly um the the tracks uh I felt being someone I was born in London born and raised in uh London northwest London and uh for me I you know I've always been surrounded by the London, the architecture of London, everything to do with London really resonates with me. And, uh, you know, I, it was at a time, you know, where I felt London needed to be honoured honored more, you know. Um, I'm very inspired by people like Guy Ritchie. I think he's an amazing, you know, visionary, uh, you know, artist. And people like him, Michael Caine, you know, all, all these kind of London Londoners who we represented it well only fours and horses you know uh you know that kind of thing i i wanted to bring in into this album this kind of caricature uh so one of the first uh you know songs uh that you know was was given to me was was kosher in, in terms of the beat you know and uh i really uh, really loved what i heard from that beat and so it helped me to develop um a sort of as I said, caricature of being able to honour it in a way that I felt, you know, was resonating with London and uh, I, my home, you know, I, I really love everything about London and, and England in general. So I wanted to bring something that was really going to um, resonate with people of all ages. And so Kosher was one of the first songs uh, on the album that I really uh was sort of like really going with something really different to anything else that I'd ever heard before um at the time and you know I was I was I was kind of a little bit skeptical cuz it was very different uh but then there was other artists uh that I I felt that were also doing it at the time and honoring their own journey um through making you know 
different kind of styles and different kind of sounds and, and at the time and I, I you know I this album Perfect Time was more about a spoken word aspect of it um, I never really uh, delved into the singing uh, aspect of it and so for me I just had to really sit and focus on you know trying to get this rhyming you know content out and and using cockney uh words were just like you know like wow I'm gonna use cockney words here I'm gonna actually you know really make a song about cockneyness and you know how that makes uh, sense in, in 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 the song and you know that's a difficult task I think um for me to approach it in in that kind of uh, way you know I was brought up listening to Timberland and Jay-Z Nas and all those kind of R&B, you know, kind of things. So for me to approach uh, this album with a kind of that London, you know, abbreviations of words was very challenging, but it was good, you know, and I and I and I really loved what the end result had brought, you know, through kosher. Because I think it's catchy. I think that that song um, in particular is very catchy. It's very London. It's got like this anthem kind of vibe to it. And so, uh, you know, it, it, that's when the journey began for me. It started to build and and then <clears throat> uh, I got introduced to a wonderful, amazing uh, producer called uh, MWS who really, uh, for me, has uh, just, you know, such an array of talent. Um, and this is when we be I began working on, you know, uh, building the album. Um, so when I was uh, with him in the his studio, uh, it was a song uh or sorry a beat that you know he brought to my attention which was the revolution is ours you know he brought the beat the sample of the clash uh which i you know to the, to this day i'm in true humbleness uh with that and uh he basically is so skilled with the way he brings beats together but when i took the beat away to kind of write to it you know, I, I, I was so in love and passionate about the beat. And I up to, to this day, I really just admire, you know, the the way that he carefully took that as a sample. as And, and he really was ahead of his time. You know, I like working with people who are very, um, you know, talented and, and goal orientated. And uh, the revolution is ours just spawned from just trying. I felt, wow, this is a perfect compliment to honor in London and England and you know even on a bigger scale like I I didn't think it would ever now looking back at it would ever resonate with people around the world because the revolution's ours just means that it's a turning point in life where you know if you want to do something you can do it and you can push forward the revolution is now ours this is the time for us to change the way that we look at things, change the ways of how we've been suppressed and oppressed. And, you know, I had, I had to do a little bit of, um, research about the clash, you know, it get me, it got, even though I, I heard the song, uh, you know, I grew up with that type of music and, and, and pop and everything like that. I really then took a little bit of an insight into how, you know, the clash came to be and, you know, got to understand about Joe Strummer's uh, life a little bit, you know, and he 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 was a very driven individual, you know, um, the, the, the band were 
were from in my perspective I felt was trying to raise awareness um about you know working towards a, a, a specific goal in you know and being able to I don't know the working class hero um, uh, you know was the statement that Joe Strummer was making, you know, about introducing this type of music and, and being able to do what you, you believed, you know, um, to believe in. And I really felt, you know, that there was a, some sort of connection there in that. I mean, please go check out and support The Clash uh, and, and follow up on, on what they're, they're, you know, they're about, you know, they're an amazing band and, you know, they're still going today. Uh, you know, and the music still sits well, and that's what I like. I like music that in twenty years from now you'll you'll still be hearing it. You know what I mean? You'll still be listening to it. So, the the you know to have the that type of track in my possession, there was a huge amount of pressure <laughs> uh, and responsibility to do something that you know would not only honor the Clash. But also as well honor the situation, honor the you know the the climate, honor music, honor this album, you know, in a way. So there was it was it was very challenging to do that. Um, I came up with the the song within three weeks. Um, with writing it, and uh, I I I was like very well for me. What it was when I knew I think I had something special was the chorus. Uh, you know, cause, cause we've got balls bold as brass. Showing what we do, showing what we do. Giving it all heart, giving it all heart. We shall not be moved. The revolution's ours. So when I, when I came up with that, I was like, I'm onto something here because it's so catchy and it's so vibrant and it's so. Um, electric in you know delivering this positive anthem but also sending this real direct message about you know people come together and and I've always been inspired by people who, and artists who, who've been able to encapsulate that type of um, you know statements and movements um, you know that we've, you can really feel a togetherness you can really feel it's not about just me it's about everybody and and that's what I wanted to to bring to the table uh, with this song so every time you know I heard that chorus, I was like, you know, wow, this is great. And then also as well, you know, I I want that I wanted that message to you know be be hammered home. And I thought I wondered if somebody like Guy Ritchie uh, or somebody would like like if they heard it, um, you know, or any of the songs on on the album, you know, uh, you know, would they want it in their movie or something like that? Because I really believe that it has this catchy tone. I really believed that people, you know, like that would really appreciate and enjoy the the, the type of music, uh, uh, you know, I would be making. And I really, I really felt this was amazing. I really felt that this was something to go with and, and not to overlook it. So I really do like that whole thing um with you know trying to bring people together uh then having this kind of etch of different things where you know we can be brought together and we can stand for something united and i think the revolution is ours does that you know quite well and the same as kosher i mean kosher is is another song that i really felt has that type of 
uh, unity, but also, you know, it's just like, you know, I do what I do because it's kosher. And, you know, inspires, inspires, you know, the only fools and horses, uh, you know, anthem. And I, and I was, it was, I reached out to, uh, uh, David Jason's agent, you know, and played the played the song to them, and you know he's very honored and touched by that. And you know, to me that that was my my dream, <laughs> you know, to get him to hear it, you know, um, and and that was amazing. And so, you know, going forward, you know what I mean, like building songs like this, uh, to really b- build this kind of platform of honoring London um to meant, means so much to me you know in, in more ways than one I, I could never forget um you know the process of making this album and and you know trying to affect uh and make an impact on people's lives you know if you're feeling down and then moving forward uh, uh this is when I came with the same producer as well which is uh MWS big up to you MWS for everything that you've done you know I really appreciate your production and and it's wonderful um are you having a laugh um that beat came out um you know for me was so it was just like a perfect fit. It's like this album was really building on another level because I had Kosher to start with, and you know the revolution is ours. You know came about. This was this is all. This album was all kind of. It wasn't like straightforward. It, the beats came slowly to me, and uh, you know it was like building a, a puzzle. You know what I mean? It was building something, a jigsaw puzzle. And when Are You Are You Having a Laugh then came and I was like, Oh well, okay, well then I you know, I really didn't clock, I really didn't click, but I knew what I was I was looking for and then when I heard this beat, um it to me <laughs> I thought, Well, this is a no brainer, I gotta write to this one. Um, I gotta do I gotta do my my due diligence and, and put something really you know, I gotta really make uh this obviously complement the other tracks so um it was very kind of upbeat to me I felt like yeah this this really made this thing uh work you know in, in this in this timeline so um are you having a laugh was left right left step by step left right step by are you having a laugh spit within spit it out within all the gobbity goop spit within spit it out listen to what i'm telling you i mean that on its own you know that to me i felt okay this is this is going somewhere and then i, I like that because it's like I heard a lot of references growing up, you know, watching programs like EastEnders, uh, you know, um, and as I said, Only Fools and Horses, those are the kind of shows that I would, you know, watch. And then, uh, you know, going out into London and, and hearing these references being played out was just, you know what I mean, poetic to me. And, and this is what is a part of the culture. This this is what I wanted to make. I wanted to make an album that really honoured the culture and the... And the uh, the, the the life the environment of London and what we uh have grown up with and really I wanted to bring that back I wanted to to bring something really yeah like a full circle kind of thing and the the idea behind are you having a laugh is like again talking to yourself it's like you know uh 
we tell ourselves all the time uh, about things when, when we're trying to move towards a goal. And um, we try to t- talk ourselves out of moving to something that's positive. And I wanted to make a song that really kind of tapped into that. Like, no, don't listen that, to that. Because what we would say is, you know, in a cockney way, it's like, if we don't believe something, like, are oh, you having a laugh? Like, that's how it would work, you know what I mean? It's just like, if we don't believe something, that the way of, of doing it is, oh, don't be silly, don't be silly, are oh, you having a laugh kind of thing? Nah, it's like, like, in that way. So I wanted to make a song that referenced that a lot and 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 build that so it's kind of like talking to the brain or talking to the to the the angel and the devil like on 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 either side of you you know what i mean the the inner ear the the, there's something on your shoulder that's talking to you and you don't know what it is it's like the one one uh, voice is telling you no you can't do that and the other voice goes no yes you can do it you know so that was why i wanted to reference the are you having a laugh uh, song in that way and again it was a, a, a comical aspect of that and you know I think as well visually I think all my videos would would be really comical in that way with those kind of cockney stuff and 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 you know I think it would be refreshing to have out there you know to do so I I wanted to bring those songs to the forefront in that way um and then that's what spawned onto making the horse's mouth. And um, when I made that song, which is also in the album, um, again, it's just like uh, I, I, I had an experience or have experiences where people would say things uh, about you and, you know, it being not true or, you know what I mean, an abbreviation of the truth. And I think, you know, the horse's mouth means, you know, if you want to get the information, come to me. Don't go to anybody else. And I think, you know, even people that are, you know, in high profile statuses can relate to that. You know, there's there are a lot of things that, that things are read about them. And, you know, when you then speak to them, they'll say, no, that's not true or whatever. So in a in any kind of level in life that you are, you know, that that is what people are saying. You know, it's like the he said, she said kind of attitude. So I really wanted to make a song, you know, that that resonated with people and the horse's mouth is it does that you know what I mean and that's another London abbreviation do you know what I mean come to the horse's mouth come to me do you know what I mean don't go anyone else like don't listen to what you've been told don't listen to what rumors hold don't listen Mm, mm, ah, 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 ah. don't listen bothering the brain I got more important things to worry about what You've been told, hey, yeah, you've been told, don't listen, don't listen, unless it comes at the horse's mouth, it was that kind of, that kind of, you know, going with that, so, for me, I really loved being able to, you know, make a song that really captured that, and again, I think the beat with the guitar riff, you know, it was just, very simple but yet effective and I and I felt that this was what would be direct you know and it would really capture the essence of what you know I'm trying to go for with making that and and I, I guess it you know as well it it does complement the other tracks 
And uh, yeah, and I love that. And I think that was the basis, that was the core basis of that. So we had, you know, your, your pop, your scar, but you have your cockney at the same time rolled into the mix. And I was able to be a character. And I think that's what I think I, what I love about this album is that I was able to be, you know, a, a different person in it, you know what I mean? And and bring on a different character with, with the cockiness and the, and the energy of the songs. Um, and I felt, felt that was very important to deliver that, you know, to bring that kind of essence to the, to, to the album. I think that was really important to do that. Um, moving, moving on to the next song um, that I really loved making. And this, this section of it was, was uh, a side of me, you know, that I really love to explore, which is the romantic side of me. Um, <laughs> as, a, as an artist, you know, I lo- I'm very inspired by R&B and, and love and, and everything like that. And a lot of artists down the line has really inspired me to, to do that, including Usher, you know, and Justin Timberlake and people like that. And uh, I, when I came to making songs like Sweat, which is on the album. Like I really wanted to make and I wanna big up the next room for for, for, for for their contribution to to this album. You know, they they really worked hard on a few of these songs, you know, so the next room bigging you up uh for what you've been able to do and, and bring uh to to this album is absolutely incredible. Uh the the sonic sound that they brought, you know, to to leveling it up to making me appreciate that you can go the distance, you know what I mean, in in bringing out something that can be um you know a, a competitor in this industry because music, real music, you know, I feel as I said has if it could, if it, if it has longevity, where you can listen to it in twenty years time, and you can still get the same effect, you know, you've you've made something good. And so, I believe that you know, making sweat was was a, a great addition to that. You know, it goes, you haven't heard nothing yet. I got rhymes that just connect like two magnets holding up the deck. This isn't one of those chats you'll just forget. What's the odds if you're feeling the groovest and the placeable bet? So just relax. Let me persuade you to make love under the duvet set. When I see songs so beautiful, I have to use my powers. I pull out my spider web. I live in modern times. No falling behind. That's how I come correct. Do you want to know how we can heat up the proceedings? I start off by opening my shirt to reveal my vest. Then slide up almost touching your chest. That's how we organize our first date. Save the questions or words for another time. If you want my attention, give me the space. So I can start to know what you're feeling inside. You know, that song, you know, that resonance of very sensual, like awakening. It was an, an, an awakening of, of love. And, you know, obviously we we, <laughs> we know it's kind of like that kind of raunchiness. But at the time of writing it, I, I wanted to to bring something that can awaken that kind of energy. And so... For me, Sweat was a, was a real important track, you know, and I really believed in trying to hone in on that, you know, because I listen to songs like this. Um, it, you don't have to be graphic, but it, it just, like, there's this kind of teasing element to it, and, and I love being able to explore that in a very central way. And as I said, I'm very romantic, and I'm very, you know, into that, which actually then, it through spawning vision the song vision which um you know i also wrote 
Shouts going out to um, Asha Raymond and you know um, Diplo and and that. But um, yeah, I really uh, wanted to start delving into that romantic side, and I just love it. I just love being able to um, write songs that have essentialness and. And, and and then the, an elegance so to speak you know a poetic elegance and every time I would you know you rap that song every time I would you know do that song um it really brought me back into the into the flow of like what it would be like to be to be able to um you know, woo somebody that way or like talk to someone that way. Cause I, I believe in treating women with respect and I believe, you know, in relationships, vice versa. I believe in that. I believe I, I love the explore exploration of, of romantic, being romantic and kind and, 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 you know, sensual and loving and, you know, deep rootedness. So that comes across in my music that comes across, very, I think very well, very fluidly in, in what I'm trying to deliver in my music. I love to be able to explore that. And <clears throat> you'll see as well on album two, just just how deep I'm going to go on that. So, um, yeah, I really felt that sweat was kind of like the awakening of that. And then making uh, Too Good To Be True, uh, which I really, is one of my favourite songs on there, big up MWS for that again, um, yeah, too good to be true, oh my word, it, to me, that song, every time I recite that song, um, because it's just one of my favourites, it's just like, it hits home, because on many levels, that song talks about a relationship, or relationships that you can have, where you think, of the person one way on their appearance, you know, like you see a beautiful person and you think, yeah, this is the one, but like just the way that they carry themselves, they, they, they're too good to be true. Like, I don't believe it. I don't feel like they could be that, like, you know, that person because they give off this one uh, perception of themselves. And then after that, they turn, you know, like they turn ugly even, you know, not physically talking about on the inner side of things. And that's what too good to be true is about, you know what I mean? Um, the verse goes, following manual, mission impossible, finding compatible, read articles, see more logical. Then attending a bar, like a star grave, having them all, giving it last. Passing the cubicle, do you want to get brewed by the put in the car? But not my typical. But I kept a sarah for the sake of the genital. But has that sensible, the tanker with radical. But playing the arse. Haven't you heard about Samuel Burnt by the Bible? Ended up mechanical, emotional scar, complete and reliable. You get my life on Mars by the looks of his attitude, conditional, stable, more light critical. Somebody raise the alarm, heightening the radar, coordinate latitude, push you in charge by avoiding the obstacle, presents a more suitable connection with spiritual, harness advance, swooping miracle in form of a glance. Is this finally a chance or too much of a gamble? So what you gonna do? Tell me what you gonna do. And you know the, the 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 lyrics are so very intellectual, but at the same time, I wanted to get a beat that you know. Well, when I came across this beat, you know, I was like, I was in love. It was like a marriage because I get, I'm I'm very inspired by people like Timberland, and so 
for me, it had that kind of Timberland-esque, which I, I love Timberland so much because on the dancing side of things, that's what helped me grow as an artist because Timberland is very much about that. He's very much about getting the, the energy. I mean, one of my favourite tracks um, by Timberland, you know, there's a lot, I don't even want to go there, but Bounce or Shock Value, like I, I listen to that album all the time. It's it's a really, Bounce is one of my favourite. Like I was like, that beat is disgusting. And we mean by disgusting, I mean it's great. Like <laughs> that beat is just really great, you know. Um, but it's tracks like that that you think if I picked it up five years from now, would it still sound the same? And it, it sounds even better with time. And that's what Timberland, I love Timberland. I love Timberland. Timberland, Missy Elliott, Justin Timberlake, you know, Justin Bieber, all those people, I really appreciate their contribution to music and what they've been able to do. Timberland, Ah, oh, this is a secondary conversation, but big up Timberland on that. Um, and so when I came across this, um, you know, beat for Too Good To Be True, I was like, yes, this is it. And I wanted to, and it, you could, if he was in a club, it would, it would be banging. Do you know what I mean? If it was in your car, it's like, do, 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 oh, do, 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 do. gonna do it was like but you're hitting the bass and everything and I think for me that I never oh I never thought I'd get a beat like that that just oh no 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 I mean yeah when you hear it and it's that that Oh, it's that essence every time I hear that. So for me, um, I really, really, you know, appreciate that. Um, also, I just love that kind of energy, the octaneness, that 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 vibe that it brings, that, that one that it just shows you how things can be when you know really pay attention and tune in, you know, to, to, to that to that medium. Um also uh yeah so i i love that song i love too good to be true it's amazing um and it again it does awaken my uh creativity that side of me that i really love i really love being able to um make songs that bring you know uh <laughs> an awaken of your senses you know that you want to move and you want to dance and to me that's so important you know i think they all complement each other and being able to dance and sing and rap and, you know, you just feel this movement um, of awakening the senses, as it were, just making making it feel like, you know, I can forget my problems when I listen to this type of music. And I think every artist tries to aim for something like that, where the, their music's being appreciated in a way that's like, ah, oh, you know, I can... When I listen to your song, man, I I I just <laughs> you know what I mean. I forget about everything that else is going on. I just listen to the consciousness of it and the flow of it. And uh, you know, like Let's Lock Tires also does that. The next song in the in the in the in the album, Let's Lock Tires, also does that. Um, big up to SNK, um, you know, for doing that. Um, you know, I feel that making music is something that really um resonates you know what i mean and 
making something really really brings you know like a, a true a trueness to it and snk really delivers that you know with the two he, he made he, you know, he made the beat for kosher he made the beat for you know for less lot tires and i really appreciate beat makers who who know what they're doing and has that that essence so for me i really appreciate producers who who have this uh, talent to 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 move forward with what they're trying to do, and you know I really respect that. So his contribution to the album was very important to me. His 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 his, his talent is amazing. It's incredible. Um, so let's lock ties, which features um, Kaylee Dion. Want to you know respect and shout out to Kaylee Dion. She's an amazing singer. Um, and we we collaborated on this. Do you know what I mean? We, we collaborated on this song. Um, it was amazing to to work with her. Like I discovered her when she was about sixteen, and uh, I discovered her talent on how I I, I viewed it. Cause we, cause when we we came together, she also appeared on a, on the mixtape Resuscitation uh, that I made as well. And she did a track called Cyber World and and with me and. And that's out. Please check it out. And um, yeah, she she really delivered. Like she hammered home um, the the essence, especially with the violin, especially with with what I was wanting to make and create and, and deliver. You know, and when I spoke to her and, and and I said, you know, you got an amazing voice, and I, and I like to I like to work with talent. You know, and I felt like at her age when she came to me. Uh, when I was introduced to her, it was the talent. I saw, I saw it, I heard it, you know, and I, that's what I want to do going forward. I want to work with talent. I want to work with people who are serious about making music because that's how you'll know the difference between those who are, you know, this is a hobby. <laughs> this isn't a hobby for me. This is not a hobby for me. This is my graph. This is what I want to do. So to be able to work with people who are serious it, it means a lot, and I know that through character. I know that through consistency. I know that through their, you know, their routine. I I don't like people who just talk. You know, I like people who who be able to deliver. So when me and Kaylee Dion collaborated on, you know, Let's Not Tires, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to have her, you know, contribute and and give her her essence, not only her voice, but you know, her skills to do that as to, to write you know something to it and it was amazing and um you know less of ties was born and um i really it's one of my favorite tracks on the album do you know what i mean for the first time i'm caught in unusual surroundings the ideal advice was to play it cool especially if you've seen her as your future wife number one rule posing is forbidden running the personality but try to be different approach changing the skies you don't want to blow it never seen again leave absence disappear to the face of the earth hurts and you know it guys to be left alone the big trombone won't you be hanging there like an elephant nose rocking side to side this ways of being confident to get her on side talk to her like you've known her all your life this might will do the trick, bring her close. Staring eye to eye, constant thinking this girl is tick sick, the best my favorite pick. Imagine what we can do once we're in a sack. Orgasmic skies, let's lock ties. It's just you and me, you and me, let's lock ties.
eyes. You see, I'm glad you made a move. Let's look ties. Turn into me. All you have to do is die. We could play casual. Let's look ties. It's just you and me. You and me. Let's look ties. See, I'm glad you made a move. Let's look ties. Turn into me. All you have to do is die. We could play So, you know, that song to me, again, is about the romantic side of it and how you caught somebody, how you, you know, you see someone you like and, uh, you know, how you, I think how you should be like, I'm, as I said, I'm a romantic guy, I'm a gentleman and, and I feel like to me that was how I would approach it. So the song Let's Not Ties was about, you know, doing it in that way and, um, not being, you know, rude, and I, I've not, you know, from my observation of how people get together with someone, and I was just like, that's fine, you know, if you want to do it that way, it's fine, but this is how I would approach the situation, do you know what I mean, so I felt that this is the way I wanted to do it, this is the way I wanted to to address it and tackle it, and that's what Ties was born, and I, and I very much appreciate that song being on that album, um, and then going forward, I, I made another song called I Don't Mind featuring Lavinia J, um, which is, again, it's a really cool song. Um, big up to Lavinia J for her contribution to the album. You know, she is a, a singer as well. And as, as I said, again, I like working with talent. And, you know, I heard her songs and, and I felt like, oh, wow, yeah, it would be great to work with her. And, you know, we came up with this kind of thing working with um Nighty P um he's an amazing producer and you know working with him again it was just another collaboration uh, of meeting of <laughs> meeting of minds you know what I mean and, and honoring people who are talented in this business of, of making music and making musical hits so um I felt that he was able to do that I felt that he was able to live to deliver that and um yeah it was it was an incredible experience making I don't mind so you know, um, and my verse on it, you know, I felt I really liked that. I really like what I was I was bringing to the table with that, like this energetic kind of, you know what I mean? I don't mind. I don't mind. Don't mind. Let's see what you look like. Would you close off? I mean, it's just like very again that very ooh, you know, direct kind of soft tone, and um, I, I I really liked that. You know what I mean? Again, it was. It was, a, it, was a, it was a great way of being able to put something on an album like that that really held weight um, along the course of, course of the album. And I think it was, it was done it was done it beautifully to me, to be honest. Um, and then, uh, Welcome to the Party. Um, when, I, when I heard that beat, um, I was just like, you know what? This has got some kind of, uh, you know, this kind of desert-y, kind of from Dubai, like, kind of Indian kind of thing thrown in, like, this kind of desert kind of mentality, 
you you know you go to, to Tibet or somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Um, so welcome to the party. Has this kind of safari kind of esque uh, journey. You know, being being somewhere and 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 just being seduced by uh, Indian women and you know women that like <laughs> you could dance this wonderful dance, beautiful dances, and um, and I love that. So I went and. Um, when I got with the beat to do that, I had to sit in my mind. I was like, you know, I've got to get an in- Indian girl to um, say the verses. I, I, it's like, sorry, say the chorus. So I went on a mission to find one, um, and, I, and I did. And, and she was, uh, when I pitched her the, the idea, then she was, like, more than happy to come and, and, and do it. And, um, for, and people ask me, well, what does it mean? Yeah, what is what is she saying? And... It, and she's kind of talking sexual, like, you know, come and do me or something like that. Because um, <laughs> I was intrigued as well, like, what is she talking about? Do you know what I mean? But it really felt felt like a good connection. And it really blended well with that. And, um, you know, um, it just just felt very like, oh, if the if the video was taken in the, in the desert somewhere, like, you're going on the safari and it's hot and you go into this big massive mansion or palace and uh you know you just vibe and chilling in this kind of environment i think that would set the tone for the for the video um i really felt that welcome to the party it was about again so it was about everybody coming unto, to, together under one roof and just vibing and chilling and you know uh i felt like that was what that was trying to convey and uh yeah i loved making that song too it's a, it's a great addition uh to, to, the, to the album um and then moving forward to uh the consciousness again uh why why are we so different which is one of my favorite tracks as well and i felt for me making this album and the questions i have uh, as an artist, as well as a human being, you know, is just like, I wanted to know like, why did we come to be? Why are we in this existence? Why are we even here? And um, why are we so different, you know, in attitude and in race and in religion and all these kind of things, all these questions that I, I was kind of like fluttering in my mind when I was growing up as a kid. Um, I wanted to find, uh, you know, something that really resonated with that. And then the beat, came you know um it was through uh how i it was actually from something else that i heard and it was then engineered and 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 reworked and uh through the next room as well the next room was uh behind that and um kaylee dion um you know again came on board and and contributed her vocals beautifully uh, to make this recipe for for a wonderful song, um, which I really, to this day, I really go listen back at it, you know, because it's like, the, the it says it from the very beginning, is there's no hidden agendas with this song, you know, it's like, why is one side of me not identical? How do we come to be a piece of the juice is missing. Let's analyze the possibility. Some say a rock exploded in space, giving our past fathers a chance to build Rome with cities from piles of waste. Then what was said is we walked in from the sea. That would mean the cod I had last night was somehow related. I can't keep my head one way, I'm too frustrated. Imagine a world in silence. But the atmosphere I was getting on would increase. But the downside could still unprevented violence. Baffled, I think you might as well be. How comes when skin is cut, rushing to bleed? The wound fights itself to close up and heal. 
regenerate a birth, how amazing what a scan can show you in nine weeks. But this could all be stopped by taking one little pill. Don't look at me, I'm not the one paying the bill. White people, black people, fat people, thin people, short people, tall people, all people. Why are we so different? Huh? Why are we so different? Tell them. Rich people, poor people, bad people, good people. Tell us all. Why are we so different? Huh? Why are we so different? Human beings decide to jump through groups like animals. We decide to jump through burning hoops. Angry, sad, happy, rude. Most of the time flirtatious. We're all called emotions. Part of our status. Why they used. How they've been tested. The paradox is forming. What if by when boxing by the Truman Show. There's no other place to go. Explain it to me. Your guess is as good as mine, bro. Intelligence is the key. You know, I can go on and on and on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that song in particular is just very you know, conscious in all levels, as I just demonstrated to you, it's like, it's bringing this, this thought process into, into being, you know, bringing these questions out, and, and that's what the beautifulness about this song is, it's like, this is, these are the kind of questions that are always, you know, discussed, or depicted on, and no, no one can really tell us why to every single one of them even though history would suggest these these theories uh would be you know either accurate but for me i felt um you know it was very important to make a song like this and really tap into that 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 level of consciousness you know um which we're always thinking about every single day you know what i mean we can't un, un, you know understand why these things are happening or why this is this way and why things are that way but i think it's i think it's an interesting way um of tapping in and trying to wanting to you know try to look for the answers try to discover try to really think about delving in i felt like you know what i mean i only tried to ca capture in a few but i'm sure there's many other questions we want to know but i felt um in this would be really good to really suggest or provoke the the, the, the mind with these kind of questions you know what i mean and and also as well have a, a revelance of reality with you know especially like i wanted to tap in on um bullying you know the way that uh it's like i mean we look at in the world today about how um we have to look a certain way in order to be accepted in the world like if you if you've got like a slim waist and you know or you know good hair or whatever you know what i mean like there's a there's a per perception of how we are supposed to be you know, in the world, and, and I, I wanted to tap into that, no, you don't have to be like that, you know, um, but that is, that is, you know, it's, it's common knowledge that we have to look a certain way to be accepted, and I, I, and I didn't think that should be the case, I've always felt that way, and so I, I wanted to also bring in those kind of elements, bring in those kind of things, you know, you are who you are, and be who you are, do you know what I mean, um, and don't be afraid, don't be, don't be ashamed of who you are as a person, and I, and I felt that why are we so different is about that, um, and then a lot of people talk about the song, uh, which I have a lot of feedback, uh, Father Dear Father, and, um, uh, for me, yeah, it's a personal song, it's a very personal song, you know, 
and I felt fatherly father has a, a relation to many people out there, you know, who wasn't able to grow up with their father. Um, and I, I think when I wrote the song, I was just basically trying to understand certain things, you know, about my growth as, as a child, because I didn't grow up with him. I didn't grow up with any father. I came from a single parent family. And so, um, there was a lot of things I went through as a child where I didn't have my father there and I, and I, I was okay. But when I, when I, I think I was in a relationship and I wanted to present that relationship to my father and I couldn't get hold of him, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, so that to me was a kind of, uh, I think in a sense, an anger, if I look at, back at it, it was an, it was an, it was an, it was an anger that a frustration that I, I couldn't have him in my life but you know I, I've looked back I look back on it and I've grown and I've changed and I've forgiven my father you know like I love my father even though I understand you know what I mean I've forgiven and that that song father father is just a love letter you know to to that but also um you know, I hope that it can relate to many people who haven't grown up with their father, do you know what I mean? Um, but I didn't want to come it, come it from an angle that was attacking him or anything like that. Just, I felt it was a piece where it could really pose the question that people can relate to not growing up with, with somebody, do you know what I mean? Um, and, and he even says, you know, at the end of the song, like, I've moved on now, like, I, I'm, I'm over it, do you know what I mean? And there's... There's nothing left to be said. I've said it all in the track. Do you know what I mean? And that to me is the most important thing that I, I pulled it out on the track. I didn't I didn't do anything that can hurt anybody. I just, you know, it was what I was feeling and then that's it. I laid it there. So Father the Father is uh is one of those songs that uh I felt just needed to be said within the within the moment but it has it has received you know some really good feedback and people do mention that song um you know in 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 comparison as, as well a lot of people and so i love that song i love that song for what it is and you know um yeah i just really really think it was a nice uh ending to 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 an album um and you know, if you look at the the album cover, the album cover is got like uh, uh, part of London like blown up and going through this kind of like a, a apocalyptic kind of thing going on. Where and it was it was very is very much in contrast in terms of the the depression, what what you know what's crumbling and what's happening in in the world really that you know the. I, it was in my mind, so it was also foresighted. So for me, it was kind of like I felt in comparison with the music that it was a perfect time for an artist like me to come out. Whatever whatever was going on in the world and in the UK, this album was is is necessary. I think this album is necessary to come out. I think that's what I believe that the whole artwork of the album where London's blowing up, you know, um, very much. I really liked that and the, and the whole contrast of that. So it was like, what was there before was, you know, just 
kind of not right anymore. And so because of that, it was destroying, you know, the, the environment. It was destroying our world and um, stuff was cutting. So the music I'm trying to push out is to, to, to be that renewal of coming out of an environment, you know, where it's de destroying itself. And, uh, you know, having that is, is, is important <clears throat> to say. And, uh, you know, this album is uh, very, you know, much uh, an introduction into what I, I believe I'm going to do. And, and so moving on to the second album is going to be more of a personal attachment to who I am as an artist now, like what I want to deliver what I want to break out and, and, and give you and this is what I'm working so hard on you know delivering an album that will surpass the first album and so the more support I get by hearing the songs of the first one is 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 appreciative to me is something that you know you can get to understand the first album and then so you can see the growth in this this second album um and vision as well. I want to just t talk about the song Vision. So, after making perfect timing, vision, the way that I felt, I again, I it was interesting because I heard heard this beat, and you know, it was it was an honor to hear that beat. Um, obviously, it's a beat that we all know and recognize, and you know, I, I worked really hard to. I I love people like Usher, and that's the thing. And so, obviously, you know. I, I, you know, these producers and stuff heard it, you know, um, and it was very, it was, for me, I just really appreciate making R&B music that can really deliver on that time. And how it worked was I got, I heard the beat around Valentine's Day. And uh, I thought to myself, I want to write something in, you know, in, in addition to all these other R&B classics that I've heard and, you know, have helped me to be inspired to create R&B music. And so when I wrote that one and it took me three days to write Vision. And I just kept hearing it and hearing it, like what I wrote. And I was like, this is amazing, you know, like vision. And I just wanted it to be so right. And I wanted to, I wanted it to honor, you know, again, R&B. Because I felt that. I felt that romanticism. I felt that love and connection with music. And that's what I want to continue to do is make music that, you know, it, it, I wanted that type of song to be when you're with your your partner and she, they he or she are coming home maybe from work or you're trying to surprise them that you put my music as a backdrop. Do you know what I mean to what you're trying to convey to your partner about love and and that to me is so important. I feel you know that's amazing. So please do check out my album Perfect Timing and. Uh, yeah much love to all of you thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i'll speak to you soon take care bye bye welcome to another episode of heart to heart brought to you by without borders entertainment i am your host osiris and today's episode 
is a special treat for you. It is an artist spotlight supporting the best in music. Today, our artist spotlight is going to be none other than singer and songwriter Grace Carter, who is uh, from Britain, London, UK, and uh, wanted to just share my love and support and recommendation that everybody checks out this wonderful, beautiful young songstress. And hopefully one day with, uh, you know, the universe being what it is, you know, to draw people together, I hope one day I'm able to interview her and uh, speak to her more. And uh, I've had the opportunity to listen to her music. And uh, one of the reasons why I, I really appreciate and love this artist is because she delivers musical content that is thought-provoking and I think it comes from a personal journey, personal experience, but they're really deep in core. Um, I've had the opportunity to watch her videos, they're very, you know, in-depth, there's a story behind each one, I think very personal uh, uh, to what she's trying to convey. Um, one of the songs that I really love is Why Her Not Me, it gives me chills! Ladies and gentlemen, gives me so many chills um, every time I hear that song and the video really does uh, go in contrast, which I believe I think it's about her. I, I think it's about family and her discovering something on that journey. You know, please take a look at the video. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. Why her, not me? She's, she's released uh, 11 uh, singles. I mean, her, her, her rose to fame and, and stardom supporting uh, you know, incredible artists, uh, like do Lupa on her tour, the self-titled tour supporting Rag and Bone Man as well. So between 2017 to 2018, which was a really important year for her. Um, I felt that, you know, she's just gone from strength to strength. She's signed to Polydor and, um, you know, she's released over 11 singles and, uh, I mean, it's, it's an amazing achievement, you know, that she's been able to do. Uh, you know, I had also the opportunity to listen to a song called Blame featuring Jacob Banks. And what I got from that song, she just, this gospel kind of undertone. Um, and again, it's about relationships. I mean, she really tackles, you know, subject matter uh, very well and very clear and I love the video too I think that the video is very you know clear straightforward and engaging uh, to say the least um, but one of my other favorite songs um, that I've heard from Grace is is entitled Silhouette uh, I mean uh, that song is so touching and heartfelt in a way that it made me think about a relationship with a parent, almost. Um, I think that that would be fair to say. Um, it's absolutely wonderful, and it also gave me um, a, a Sade type of feeling with the video. Please take a, a, a look at the video. Silhouette is absolutely incredible. I think the way that she vocally goes from you know a higher range within the song is absolutely beautiful it's very poetic and um she's just wonderful she's also done a remix of silhouette with uh jordan reiki um which i find really really good as well um yeah she's just brilliant you know uh she's released uh some eps as well uh including 
saving grace, heal me, um, amnesia as well, which I think came out in 2019. Uh, she also has um, a wonderful father who's a stepfather, who's also a singer and songwriter, and he's also a former week journalist. And uh, uh, Grace Carter says that she gives her credits with um, her venting frustration by by writing about it um which i think is a really awesome thing um you know and i think you know grace carter is the one to watch for the future i think grace carter has an, an energy and a presence and something that's relevant uh you know to our you know current situation i think her relevance in in, in the industry is very very important i think you know her voice and and how she presents herself is definitely how you know i think the legacy should be moving forward um but you know grace carter is a wonderful young and up-and-coming superstar and i think uh we should definitely support her and i'm highly recommending that you support uh grace carter and uh, check out her music support her music download her music she is wonderful, amazing, and I'm supporting her. And I think, you know, everything that she's got is going to really, really leave a wonderful, wonderful imprint in our hearts. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say, you know, I hope that I get to interview you, Grace, at one point, you know, and I'm looking forward to all the amazing music that you are going to be able to release in the not so distant future so um please go support grace carter she's amazing you know i've had uh, a lot of her tra tracks and um you know i love uh what she brings to the table um so please go check out grace carter um and this has been your supporting the best in music part one <laughs>